All right, welcome to the first of its kind, world-changing manufacturers network. Lisa Ryan has her ears to the ground and her heart in the game. Get ongoing education and new connections right here with Lisa and the manufacturers network. Buckle your seat, listen, and spread the word. Here's Lisa. Hey, it's Lisa Ryan, and welcome to this episode of the Manufacturers Network podcast. I'm excited to introduce you to our guest today, Jay Foran. Jay helps businesses discover exciting growth opportunities in the Northeast Ohio region, which is why I chose him, because of course I'm from Northeast Ohio. He works with corporate clients and site consultants and help them navigate through the regional economic development framework, connecting them with state and local resources and emerging technologies. Prior to joining Team NEO, Jay was Vice President Business Development for the Lake West Group, a management consulting firm, and he also served in a variety of key leadership positions with Procter & Gamble. So Jay, um, first of all, welcome to the show. It's really great to have you here. Thanks so much. Appreciate the invitation. Good. So, so share with us a little bit about your journey and what ultimately led you to serving the uh, people of Northeast Ohio as well as you do. Sure. So um, as you mentioned in my bio, um, I um, had spent a lot of time with Procter & Gamble, 25 years to be exact, and 20 of those years were on the West Coast. Uh, but uh, I am a native of uh, Cleveland, Ohio area, Northeast Ohio. And uh, my wife and I out in California for those years, uh, then we started having children and decided, you know, we wanted to be closer to family. So we came back to the region uh, in 2000. And as you mentioned, uh, I joined a consulting firm. But uh, upon re-entry into the region, uh, I actually got connected to good high school friends and others that were in key leadership positions in, in, in the community, in the region, et cetera. And through that, uh, those connections, I found myself uh, getting involved in um, some of the school rehabilitation uh, programs uh, in uh, the city of Lakewood. They were looking at their school's uh, buildings and how could they, you know, pivot uh, to, to make those buildings in a, you know, a better shape and, and more conducive to to education, et cetera. Ultimately ended up leading the effort to uh, uh, convince the taxpayers that uh, that it was a worthy $200 million investment. Uh, so that was a great experience. Along the same timeline, uh, I got involved again locally with uh, the formation of a community development corporation called Lakewood Alive. And it's all about engaging citizens in, uh, you know, the, the health and well-being and betterment of their local community. And that organization is still thriving here 15 years later. Well, I was consulting, I was traveling a lot and basically came to a point where I said, wait a minute, I moved back to Northeast Ohio to be involved. I find myself on an airplane leaving the region. Um, and I certainly enjoy the kind of what I call community and economic development aspects of the things I was doing on a volunteer basis. So when the position at Team Neo came open in 2007, I uh, came to recognize it and thought it was a great match with my interests and how I kind of wanted to create that capstone um, situation for myself uh, the later part of my career. And so that's how I found my, my way to Team Neo. And I've been there since, again, 2007, beginning of my 15th year. 
Wow. So tell us a little bit about for those outside of our region who may not be familiar with Team NEO and your mission. Sure. Well, Team NEO stands for Team Northeast Ohio. Uh, and uh, we are a private, nonprofit, regional economic development organization serving the 18 counties of Northeast Ohio, basically going from the Pennsylvania border west to uh I always say Cedar Point or uh, Erie County, and then south to Mansfield and Rich, uh, Rich, Richland County, and then back over to Pennsylvania. So big area, uh, about, uh, about 20, 25% of the state's geography, but about 35 to 40% of the state's economy. Um, and so Team Neo, being private and a nonprofit, uh, was stood up by the major chambers of commerce across the region back in the early 2000s. Uh, but uh, in 2011, um, uh, we became the network affiliate of Jobs Ohio. And so our organization's role is to help companies and the economy grow. Uh, so we work with companies that are in the region uh, to assist them uh, in you know, those impediments that are maybe holding back their growth. Or if they've got expansion plans, uh, you know, we can... We can assist that way, tying them into Jobs Ohio and state incentive programs as well as local incentive programs. But we can also provide services in the area of talent development, technology adoption, helping them find a site, that sort of thing. We don't just restrict ourselves to uh, companies in the region. We're interested in bringing greater business investment into the region as well. So we work to attract companies. So we travel around the world and tell the Northeast Ohio story, very uh, compelling story of why they wanna have an operation here and how that will best serve their business and uh, help their company succeed. So, and as you're doing that and trying to help companies to locate to Northeast Ohio, what are, uh, you know, what are these companies looking for when they're determining you know, where to locate their business? Well, I mean, they all have different requirements. They all have different things to some degree that they're looking for, but they can boil down into what I call three areas. One is, can I make money? Uh, and that's what companies are supposed to do, right? Uh, is, to, is to make money. And so what are the things that are um, you know, assisting them uh, here? Uh, is this a good location uh, for that from a logistics standpoint? Are there, is there access to customers or access to a supply chain? All things that contribute to money. Um, and then, uh, you know, um, uh, risk. You know, is there uh, a lot of risk with this site versus another site in another state in another part of the country? Uh, and then lastly, time. Uh, how long is it going to take? Uh, how much capacity is required of their organization? So again, I think it kind of boils down to money. Can I make money? Is there an opportunity there? Or can I save money uh, by operating there? Uh, how much time will it take? Can I do it faster there or with less capacity? Uh, and then uh, what's the risk involved? Are there you know, downward or upward risks that I ought to take account, into account as I think about my location? So usually that's where companies start to lay these regions of the country against each other and start to score them against their more individual requirements. But they all tend to fall into time, 
money or risk as far as yeah. Well, and I also think you've probably seen this a lot more than me when it comes to people being surprised when they come to Cleveland. You know, we right. see this when different sports sports fans come in to watch games in Cleveland and they are much more surprised than than they originally thought they would be about what a great location it is. So I'm sure that that also plays a part in wooing people to come here. Right. Uh, it's very, uh, it, it's incredibly valuable and uh, actually a requirement to be successful that we have to find a way to get organizations, leaders of organizations to come to the market, to, to be here, to see what's available uh, and to see how easy it is to, um, you know, drive across the region, you know, just from a, a transportation standpoint, the options that are available. Uh, the sites that are available, et cetera. I think once we get them on the ground, uh, you know, our success rate grows, you know, threefold, fourfold. Uh, and this, this is just as true when it comes to talent. Many companies here will tell you, you know, our biggest challenge is getting people to think about relocating here. But once we get them to relocate here and we ask them maybe five years later to relocate somewhere else, they don't want to leave. <laughs> Yeah. Because they're enjoying, the, not only are they enjoying a rich career, their families are enjoying a great quality of life. So that combination is what we're all looking for, right? A good right. career, great opportunities, um, enrichment. But at the same time, we want our families, the people we love uh, to be successful too. And so that's where it all works for Northeast Ohio. Yeah. And as somebody who is a native Clevelander, I've actually never lived outside Cuyahoga County completely by choice. I kind of joke about the fact that my husband has lived in both Cuyahoga and Summit County. <laughs> so he's a man wow. of the world. But my whole, <laughs> you know, my whole family has flown the coop uh, uh, and lives across the country. But for me and for my husband, Scott, it's like this. It, it's such a pleasure to see the expansion of people discovering the the secret gem that we have here in the city of Cleveland and, and, and some Ohio. of our best. Yeah. Yeah. And some of our most loyal um, residents are those that have lived in New York or Boston, San Francisco, Atlanta, all these exciting places. They're exciting. I loved San Francisco. How could you not? Right. Right. Great lifestyle. Yeah. I was traveling the West coast seeing great cities, but at the same time, what is offered here? Uh, you know, called me home. And uh, it, 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 you know, again, how much house I can get for my money, how far my dollar goes, how many things uh, my family can enjoy uh, as a result of being here uh, is just greater uh, than any of the other places that I've lived. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think as far as what you've seen the economic development future looks like for Northeast Ohio? I think it's incredibly bright. I'm very encouraged. Um, I am in the later stages of my career. I won't be doing this, you know, that many more years. But in many ways, I wish I could be part of it 10 years from now, because I just having been in it now for almost 15 years. You know, when I first went out uh, to talk to companies in Silicon Valley or Japan or other parts of the world, and I talk about Northeast Ohio or Cleveland or Akron or Canton, 
you know, there's, there's a little bit of, uh, I don't know, I've heard some things, you know, <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, I have seen over those 15 years that change really dramatically. I'm not saying that the world knows everything that they need to know about Northeast Ohio. There's still a huge opportunity there. And that's where a lot of our emphasis is going to be is helping people understand the narrative. But I can tell you that the shade is much farther up than it used to be maybe down. Uh, when people, when you bring Cleveland, Northeast Ohio, uh, the region uh, into the discussion, very encouraging. Absolutely. And, and again, I think there's a lot of things going on on the ground that, you know, whether it's uh, University Circle or, you know, what's happening in Akron and Canton and Youngstown. I mean, there's there's a lot of activity. Companies are succeeding. Um, you know, we're just in a great location uh, that's always going to serve us well. And, you know, some of the movement towards remote workforce and things like that uh, that have, are a result of the pandemic, I think are going to serve this region well when it comes to attracting and retaining talent, which is usually foremost in most companies' minds. Right, absolutely. So when it comes aside the fact of picking up your business and moving to Northeast Ohio to <laughs> increase uh, business or have a more successful business, what are some of the things that you're seeing with the manufacturers that you're working with that are that they're doing really well, whether it be with their corporate culture or the processes that they're bringing in or just think trends that you have noticed? Well, um, there's a lot of manufacturers in Northeast Ohio, uh, 7,700 to be exact. That's how many different facilities, manufacturing facilities wow. across those 18 counties. And, uh, you know, 95, 97% of them would be what we would consider small or medium-sized enterprises. Um, and, you know, what I see them doing particularly well is uh, in terms of, again, providing a, a, a workplace that uh, allows for um, additional responsibility, growth, personal growth, uh, training. Uh, most of these organizations have you know, very solid processes in place. And I think an example, a strong example is just how Northeast Ohio responded uh, to the onset of the pandemic back in March of 2020. Uh, you know, it was determined that manufacturing was essential and you saw leadership from these companies that was so impressive. And the response of the workforce, the employees to, the, to their work and what, what they were providing our society at a critical time, uh, you know, just, I, I think, was fully illuminated. Uh, and, I, and I think in many ways it was a, somewhat of a renaissance for for manufacturing, right? Um, it, it really brought to the surface just how important, how critical, how valuable manufacturing is and just how strong our region is in that. Back to my kind of opening comments about, uh, you know, we're about 20, 25% of the geography and about 35, 40% of the economy. Well, that's because of manufacturing. That's because of the multiplier effect and the supply chains and the fact that we're, we're feeding the supply chains around the country and around the world. And, it, and again, but again, I think because of the pandemic, 
you know, we answered the bell and continue to answer the bell. And that is just a, a, a drink strong endorsement for the, for the manufacturing community. When I said, I think it said not only a lot for the companies themselves, but giving the employees the opportunity to contribute to that mission. You know, one day they're making Absolutely. beer, the next day they're making hand sanitizers, you know, the one day they're making plastics, the next day they're making shields. So it was just, it, it really, I was surprised, I, I shouldn't have been surprised, but it was really cool to see the changes that just you know, flipped overnight and were able to be that flexible, which we offer here. Right. Uh, well, no doubt about it. Uh, the company, the employees, personal investment in the solution was so obvious. There's so many success stories we could go on and on and on about uh, by company, by, by people. Yep. So if it was to come down to, you know, your, your best tip or um, hint that you would like to share with other manufacturers, whether it be for their processes, what you're seeing well, or the best reason for them to come to Northeast Ohio, <laughs> what would that be? <laughs> okay. Well, for manufacturers in particular, I, I, I think there's still opportunity, lots of opportunity in the area of what I'd call technology adoption, um, you know. Uh, Internet of Things, uh, some of these new applications of advanced um, uh, AI, uh, artificial intelligence, um, other other technologies, etc. Um, it's going to it's going it, to you know the the global marketplace is very competitive, and it's going to be an imperative for our companies to begin to uh, start to bring on these technologies uh, to automate to a greater degree. Uh, to remain competitive. We want to be a leading edge community. The good news is uh, on two fronts. One, uh, there's strong movement afoot in the region, much of which Team Neo is involved in. And if anybody wants to learn more, I'm happy to chat with them. But there's uh, a big movement in the region to begin to take on these technologies, to adopt them, to incorporate them, to integrate them, to be successful with them. Um, the good news relative to technology adoption is you don't have to take on this monstrous project. You can do it. You can begin small. And as you are successful, you can add on to it, reinvest some of those savings, and then continue ratcheting up your organization to be more technology proficient um, going forward. But so that's, you know, again, I think this is the opportunity. And I also think there's a reasonable pathway for companies uh, to, to, to employ without disrupting their business or, you know, bringing a lot of risk to their business by incorporating these technologies. Awesome. Well, Jay, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. How will, how, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you if they'd like to continue the conversation? Uh, best way is through my email. Um, and that is uh, Jay, the initial foran. F-O-R-A-N, so six letters in a row, J-F-O-R-A-N, at teamneo.org, O-R-G. All right. Well, again, Jay, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and insight and really giving props to our wonderful city of Cleveland and Northeast Ohio. Um, so thank you for being here. I'm Lisa Ryan, and this is the Manufacturers Network Podcast. See you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Manufacturers Network podcast. Do me a favor and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can grow this network and connect more fantastic folks just like you. You can either send your buddies to the website at manufacturers-network.com or share the Manufacturers Network podcast on your LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you and your industry friends hang out. The bigger and faster we grow the network, the stronger and deeper the community will all have. Thanks again, and I appreciate you.